Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello and welcome to the Self Love Club, the podcast chatting about stuff that matters, created and hosted by me, broadcaster Belle Crawford. Thank you so much for joining me. And on the show, it's part two of our latest love lessons with spiritual healer Gaia, known as Soul 33. Now, Love Lessons is a long-running and much-loved feature on the show, and this year we've got new episodes every few months. In part one, we left off talking about the fight-or-flight stress response a lot of us are finding ourselves in, so we continue talking about that with tips to get and keep ourselves out of the burnout state. We chat about the inner child and more for us to focus on, more ways for us to take better care of ourselves, and some really cool stuff in there. I know you're going to enjoy part two. I definitely, after recording this, walked away feeling inspired, like it was just a good hug. If you haven't listened to part one yet, add it to your playlist and listen to it next. Before we get into it, please make sure that you're subscribed to the Self Love Club. Select subscribe or hit follow on your podcast app. Now, this is the best and number one way to support us. Thank you so much. And follow us at Self Love Club Podcast on Instagram. Fight or flight thing is interesting and, and it is, int- I didn't realize, I mean, I knew my nervous system was a bit and I've had a few health things, but nothing drastic and getting it all sorted. But I don't think you often realize it, that we operate in that way. I knew that my nervous system wasn't great, but then you, then you needed to do the work to like, you know, I guess heal yourself or just, but I think a lot of people are living in that fight or flight, maybe some, like not even knowing. And then once you realize, you're like, oh gosh. So it's it's a big thing of healing that. And it seems like a lot of people I'm speaking to are sort of living in that. And it's hard because, you know, like you say, pay yourself first, take care of yourself, do all the things. We also live in the society where your work might not be like respectful of that. And everyone wants to, people don't often respect people taking care of themselves, even though they say that. So it can be hard to operate in a world doing that if you know what I mean absolutely people can kind of be like oh you're being which is what we talk about a lot on the self-love club it's not selfish take care of yourself but often you are met with resistance so what are some things you would say to someone who maybe they don't even realize but when they're thinking about it actually I probably have been living in that state too this is about changing your internal environment rather than your external environment because when you change your internal environment then you'll start be open start to open yourself up to the jobs and the people that are going to respect your need for time off or working a day at home rather than in the office or whatever. So that in itself is a reflection of you where if you're feeling stuck in your job where they're not seeing you for who you are. Whatever within your means that you can do to change your internal environment, which is your health, your spiritual health, your mental health, all of that, but changing your physical environment also in terms of like, it's not going to drive out to the beach and sit there and be by yourself and get some clarity and come back. We can all do that to a certain degree. We don't need money for that. We can walk, we can take a bus, we can whatever. But it is a challenging thing when you are in a position where you feel like you are not allowed to. But this is where you have to change your internal operating system 
to know that you are deserving and worthy to have that time for yourself. Because once you start changing that, everyone you meet will start to respect and honor that. You're already setting boundaries without actually creating restrictions in your life because you're going, actually, I do deserve that. The deservingness thing has been coming up a lot with clients where they're driven and they're motivated, but there's something inside them that is going, maybe I don't deserve to have someone that respects me, or maybe I don't deserve to have a a job that whatever. So all of that is coming up. There are small little things that you can do to change your environment internally, like your meditation, like your sleep patterns, like taking your supplements and drinking more water, all of those things that are going to help that are not going to require a huge mass of financial investment or time investment if you can't afford to do either. But your motto at the moment should be, how can I pay myself first? Whatever little way, like this morning I got up, usually I do all my cooking in the morning so I can feed my partner and myself and work. This morning I got up, I did my stretches and everything first to pay myself first and then did everything else. Everyone else can wait today. And obviously people who have got many children, it's going to be a bit harder. But even if it's five, five minutes of doing your breathing exercises or a 10 minute meditation, it's actually going to set you up for everything. And all of that starts to accumulate in your body to give you that expansiveness and openness to receive more possibilities in your life. Mm, yeah, that's such that's such good advice. I think we do get caught up in the external when we can't control all that stuff. So yeah, focus on the little things that you can do for yourself. And that has a really good impact, right? Mm -hmm, absolutely. And you know, part of the discipline this year is not just fight, fight, fight for work and relationships. It's like part of the discipline is making a commitment to yourself. What is the commitment I'm making to myself to be healthy? Like I was cracking up everywhere I went in Malaysia and LA, everybody was shocked at my age. Everyone thought I was a university student. Like, oh, have you finished? Are you on uni holidays at the moment? <laughs> and I'm like, no, I said, I'm quite a bit older than what you think. Like, How old are you? I'm like, I'm 40. I turned 41 this year. And they were just shocked at the youthfulness that I have. And that's one because of my meditation practice and my spiritual, uh, the way that I live my life. But it's also my attitude to life. It's just like, I am a fun funny girl and I've been embracing that more of that fun flirty sexy creative energy rather than being the business guy that has been for so long because that was the fight or flight mode of I need to achieve I need to prove to everybody that I'm good enough because some part of me didn't feel deserving but I've completely switched operating systems to now actually I do deserve and I am worthy and I'm going to pay myself first and I do have the time because that's how the internal changes have given me all the changes externally but we need to maintain that that doesn't just stay that's why it's a commitment to yourself to keep that maintenance of how do I stay youthful like I tell myself every day I get younger and more beautiful every day internally and externally and I really feel like I can spiritually feel the changes cellularly of I am resetting myself every day because I'm honoring who I am. Yeah, that's a big shift. And I think a lot of us are in that space at different times. And you, know, you talk about for a long time, you have been, that's what I mean, like without realizing it, we may feel healthy and well, but we can be in that fight or flight response, whether it's getting stuff done, you have a business or whatever it is, like your family, it could be anything. You know, you see, and I often wonder as an overthinker, you see people in the world who've done incredible things and they probably have lived in that space as well. So it, being in fight or flight doesn't affect you. I mean, it's not good and you don't want to be there. It doesn't affect you from getting 
stuff done and your dreams in life, but you don't really, you don't need to live there, right? No, you don't. And I, I firmly believe that you shouldn't because that's where you get to the point of how I've been in the past. Like, don't talk to me. I'm fed up. I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want to live my life like that because that's already the self-imposed restriction of I'm missing out on all the amazing things that life does have to offer because I've just done so much for everybody else that I'm done. You don't need to live in fight or flight mode anymore. Of course, those responses will come in if we're literally being chased down the road or we've got something impending that needs to be done. But I just think that when we have triggers and when we have grief and when we have rejection, use those things to check yourself like, oh my God, I must have been on fight or flight mode because this is why this lesson's come in to make me realize what I actually do want for myself, what I do want in my life. I do want to find a more loving partner, a job that's more receptive to giving me some time off because I do need to support my mental health. And that all, like I can honestly say through the work that I've done for myself, it has completely changed my physical environment. My relationship has changed. The quality of clients that I've ch have changed for me. My gift is expanding. Like It's like the spirit guides are going, okay, you're, you're just trusting us. You're receptive. Mm. We're going to give you this ability now. And I'm like, oh, this is great. But before I was like, one track mind. This is what I have to do. This is who I have to do it for. And then when I surrendered to it a bit more, I just go, I've got no expectations, but I just want, yes, please, universe, give me more. More of the things that I want. Yeah, I'm just trying to compare the two. So, like, when you're living in fight or flight, not great, and you can still achieve what you want, right? Absolutely. But when you're not it can just completely shift things and can you get what you want even more? Absolutely. You will get what you want even more because the fight or flight mode restricts you because you we can't run, if we're going back to caveman days, we can't run for days on end. We have to stop eventually. And so rather than waiting for the stopping, just stop yourself. This is why travel is great, whether it's international or domestic or whatever. It changes your environment. You have to use the different parts of your brain to think, where am I going? I'm going to eat something different today I'm going to meet some new people I actually have to stop and ask you for directions and God knows what I'm going to learn from you and so it really just changes your internal environment which then makes you realize like how have I been living I've been living like a like a disciplined soldier when I actually could be disciplined and committed to my purpose but also from a place of expansiveness and fully able to express myself. Like I've noticed also that, you know, when I was in Los Angeles, people are very open. Like they will tell you everything. Like you, you tell even by American television, everyone will share everything really openly because they're not afraid to be seen. And I actually think we, we all need to take a page out of that book because we all want to have this illusion to people that we're all put together and that we're all fine and that I'm okay and I don't need anyone. But the fact of the matter is, we all need love. Like, I was sitting there crying at the Michael Beckwith, Beckwith um, service when, because Michael Beckwith gets everyone to say these beautiful affirmations, like, you belong here, you deserve to be here, we love you. And it's like, that was hitting me in my soul, going, my soul needed to hear those things that you see me without me needing to perform in any way. You don't know who the hell I am. You don't know what I do. But you can just see me as the woman that I am and appreciate and embrace that. And I think that's where we we really begin to shift in energy when we're going, I don't have to fight anymore and I don't have to run, but I'm just going to move at a pace of patience and grace to be able to get the things done that I want to get done and live a life with passion. And of course, life does throw in all of those things, but we use those as power rather than put to hold us back. 
Still to come, we look at why we find it so hard to show up as ourselves and be vulnerable and just worry what everyone's thinking about us and ways to work on this. How to nurture the inner child plus a summary of what's happening spiritually over the next few months. We'll be back after a quick break. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. I've been thinking about that as well. You know, we all want to seem so put together and everything's okay, and we we don't want to share a vulnerability because we're scared of being judged or whatever. But, but like, how can we work on letting go of that? Because honestly, the you we know from watching things, whether it's online or whatever it is, the where people connect more is when there's vulnerability. And and no one necessarily, like when you're watching someone talking about something, even if it's in like a TikTok skit or whatever, <laughs> you're not judging that person, you know? So why do we think, why do we think that of ourselves and perceiving what other people are thinking of us? It's so silly. That's not the spiritual self though, Belle. That's the ego. The ego is going, oh my God, someone's going to think this about me. And I, you know, I'm, I'm famous and I'm well known or whatever. And I can't tell people that I've actually got my own problems. We all do. And it's just about being honest with people. You don't have to disclose everything, but I'm always honest. Do you think I don't have my own problems despite what I do for work? Of course I do. I'm a human being. I wouldn't be here on earth if I didn't have my own lessons and experiences. So I just think like practicing that truthful honesty where it's going to empower you to start receiving more that that you need. Because I notice that when I'm more honest with whoever's in my life, it encourages other people to share oh my God, yes, I totally know what you mean. Like my girlfriend will text me going, we're fighting over here, meaning her and her husband. I'm like, yeah, we're fighting over here too. And it's like, <laughs> But it's kind of funny because you're just being honest. It's like not per- picture perfect. It's like, this is just what's happening today. Or I'll start, like I was homesick one of the days when I was in Colorado and I text Julian saying, oh, I just, I really feel homesick today. I feel, I just want to be somewhere familiar. And he's like, no, you're there for something exciting. Enjoy it. You know, you're going to be back soon. I'm like, yes, pulled it all together and had a nice day but it's just being vulnerable and open and and when you are feeling like you can't that might be one of your self-imposed restrictions because you're afraid of being rejected and if that person rejects you that's already a boundary set going well I don't want to be with this person or tell this person anything more I'll find someone who truly sees me for who I am and is not going to judge me because I'm having a bad day today and feel like lying in bed eating barbecue chips Oh, I so relate with that. How can we work on, so getting more into your truth, but how can we work on that if that's something that someone's listening or can relate with? What kind of things practically can we do to sort of check ourselves when we notice ourselves doing that? I think it's a very difficult thing to feel your fear and just say it anyway, but I think you really need to. And just practice with little things like saying uh, not something that's fully divulging your heart's whatever, heart's pain or whatever in one interaction with someone, but just practicing every day being honest with how you feel. Even the good things like, you know, people often don't tell each other that they love each other because that expectation, that's why dropping the expectation, are they going to say it back? I always tell my partner I love him all the time. I don't hear shit back sometimes. <laughs> but when he does say it back, it's because I don't don't expect it. Um, he's saying it because he really is feeling it in that moment or whatever. Not having to say the things that are painful, but saying giving people compliments. 
my God, I've been, like I, there was a, a thing when I was sitting somewhere in America and I just kept staring at the girl next to me and she was staring at me and she said to me, you're so beautiful. And I said, I'm looking at you thinking the exact same thing. And we both just held hands. And she's like, are you new here? I was like, yep. And that's a complete stranger that I didn't know, but we had that bond and connection because we just gave each other the truth of what we were feeling towards each other at that time. Practicing your truth and being honest is a place of a loving act for you and for the other person. Like I compliment people a lot from a genuine place now, and rather than keeping it in my head, like, oh my God, that person's got amazing hair or amazing shoes. I actually will walk up to them and say it. And that fills them with love mm. to go and pass that on to somebody else. Yeah, I love that. You did touch on, and I wanted to talk about the inner child because that is something that a lot of our stuff, so to speak, can come from. And, you know, without realizing it as you're getting older, a lot of the things that maybe are triggering you or coming up can be to do with your inner child. So talk to us a bit about that. So the inner child is in all of us. And I think we should actually allocate days, like one day a month, where we are just nurturing that and I like to do that by and because I had the first hand experience of being with my mum and dad for two weeks and because I, I haven't had those needs I didn't even know that I had those needs to fulfill until I got there and because when I got home I actually was crying and my partner was like are you unhappy to be back I said no it's got nothing to do with you I just literally miss my parents because I had forgotten what it was like to be loved like that. And I was fort I am fortunate enough to have parents who love me like that. And so now from that experience, I'm allocating certain periods a month where I am nurturing that part of me to have what I need done for me. So for example, because I've got a partner, I'll say to him there, you know, can you make me lunch on one Saturday a month or whatever it is and, and do these things because it will just make me feel like someone's serving me. And if someone's not there to serve you, how can you serve yourself? What do you need to do for yourself to nurture that inner child? Because the inner, all of our inner child is wounded. Our parents are not perfect. None of, none of our parents are perfect. We're carrying their wounds too. And so to acknowledge that you have a little boy or a little girl or, or however you identify within yourself, and looking at how you would treat yourself if you, it was a child standing next to you, just really embrace that. But being around your parents, if you're lucky enough to have them, or if you didn't, or whoever you call a guardian, seeing what they do for you or don't do for you, and how it feels in your body is a really good indication of how you need to nurture your inner child. Like for me, I know it's not realistic for someone to be doing my washing for me and cooking for me every day and whatever. But I just wanted a little bit of that from time to time because it really does nurture that little girl in me to go, you Gaia, that little girl Gaia deserves to have someone who is selflessly doing this for you because we just love you, mm. you know? But you have to do that for yourself. Too. That's why I pay myself first is just the general thing that I'm doing every day and then dedicating certain times to do my inner child meditations where I talk to the little girl in me. Like, okay, Gaia, stay young, stay fun, stay, what's something creative you could do today? What's something silly you could do today? Because kids have this amazing ability to just express themselves honestly and they don't care. They're not, they're not looking at who's judging them or they'll walk around, you know, it was in Bunnings not so long ago and a little girl was just holding hands with her dad and she was wearing a crown and a tail at the same time. I was like, you are freaking awesome. Like, I you love know, that you energy. That. Yeah. And I was thinking, we don't have to do that, but just to express yourself even more because we create those boundaries. Like, oh, I need to dress the certain way or look the certain way. Just be yourself. 
and that is all already honoring your inner child in you but on like on my app and stuff we look at inner child work with the meditations and um there's just so many different ways that can honor that but just I think the best way is look at what how you feel or how you have felt when you have been around your parents or people who have looked after you in that parent capacity because that will tell you where you need to heal or where you want more of that energy in your life. Yeah, I really love that because it's sort of for a lot of people who maybe have lost parents, which is something they struggle with and it's really hard for people. I'm even watching my mum go through it at the moment with her mother who, yes, was an old woman, but it just must be so hard. And the good thing is at least if you have been lucky enough to have parents, you can still think of those things as hard as I can. I, I honestly can't even imagine. Like, it's just so sad. And especially oh. around Mother's Day and all those times where you're reminded of those things. It's horribly triggering. Mm. Like, because often it's like, well, I can't do that because I don't have a mom or a dad. And that's awful. But at least with, I'm not saying it's any better or a consolation, but at least with, if you ha- do are lucky enough to have good memories of things that your parents did for you, you can, so it's like almost feeding off that a little bit and remembering and then using that as, okay, these are things I can be doing. Yeah. And and literally treat yourself like how you would want a mother to treat you. That means kids are constantly asking their, their mothers for the things like, mom, I need a snack. Mom, I need to go to the toilet. Mom, I need to go to bed. What do you need? And ask me, and this is where that honesty and being vulnerable, like my best friend will say to me, if something's not being, your some needs are not being fulfilled for you, Gaia, you tell me and I will Aww. do it for you. And I was like, this is amazing. So like, find your tribe, find your friends that will actually, like my best friend will drive from Hamilton and she'll be like, I'll be like, didn't you have a meeting though? She said, I came here just for you. You you, just, you are worthy of me driving, leaving my two children and coming to have lunch with and leaving. And this is where the passion thing comes in. Kids don't do stuff they don't want to do. And they, of course, when they're, they're, they will resist the things they need to do, but they color and they draw and they paint and they express. And when they cry, they the whole world can hear them, hear them. And when they laugh, there's nothing more amazing than hearing a child's laughter because it's so pure and genuine. We've forgotten all of that. Like my partner's hair has been really long for ages. And I said, do you know who you look like at the moment? He he was expecting something else. I said, you look like Farrah Fawcett. <laughs> That's an iconic queen right there. And, and, with, and with brilliant hair. And he yeah. just, we both just cracked up laughing because he's like, I wasn't expecting that. But it's just being silly and fun, like, you know, and embracing that. But you, when you start acknowledging the inner child by going, this is what the needs I want, this is what I would want my mother to fulfill for me or my father fulfill for me, and they're not because they weren't there for me or they passed away or whatever, what do I need to do for myself to, to bring that out more? Who can I ask for that help? How can I meditate and heal and speak to that child in me? All of these things are possible to do without spending lots of money it's just awareness and acknowledgement and this is why meditation there's not a day that goes by where I do not meditate because that is what gives you the clarity and awareness to step out of yourself and look down to have perspective going oh yes Gaia that's what that was for and that's what that was for and oh yeah you're feeling really angry today but what you're actually feeling is rejected because all you wanted was a cuddle why didn't you just ask for the cuddle I'm like oh yeah okay I'll just go ask for the cuddle because sometimes they don't know people don't know what that you need from them you've got to actually know for yourself what the problem is and then express that because people are not mind readers Mm. yeah that's so good I love that we've heard about so many good things and I think really helpful like I love having practical things and I know you do too because it's 
it's all well and good. Like we love all the other stuff as well, but like little tips that we can take away and things that we can start doing. And yeah, absolutely. And but but it's just the awareness. Like I sit and write a lot. The meditation. Like get on the app. Start meditating. Start writing. Start looking at what is. We just are so like that fight or flight so busy that we don't have time to sit and have that cup of tea and just observe who's around us and to look at the beautiful girl or the handsome guy or the cute dog that's walking past and to tell them like oh my god cute dog or just give people the love that you want and you will start getting it back because you're not expecting it back yeah I love that and often people will psych ourselves out thinking I don't have time to do that and it's like well we all have time when you if it's just sitting on the toilet you've got time to do some good breathing or exactly I understand a lot of people are time poor but we I think we'd lie to ourselves and be like I don't have time and it's like well I had time to scroll on social media so I probably have time for myself you know I have to check myself yeah yeah pay yourself first even if that means you've only got 10 minutes for a cup of tea or a chai latte or sipping on your kombucha relish that moment and really give yourself that time to pay yourself like I deserve this because that energy will reverberate and change so many things in your external life too you've given us a lot of things to think about to work on but to wrap up are there things outside of that or you know what to summarize what should we be focusing on for ourselves for the next few months until we speak again so the next few months, just make sure that you're observing what is coming to you physically. You also want to review your career over the next few months. So you might be finding that there's going to be some shifts and changes in your work, whether it's your own business or whether you're working for someone where you're needing to ask for more. And if that's not happening, you might need to let things go and find somewhere new. Also, Look at, ask yourself where you want to be recognized because we all want to be recognized in some way. And that's not coming from a place of ego. It's coming from, I want to be appreciated because I had this thing, like it'd be nice to be appreciated more. My mother appreciated who I am and I didn't have to do anything. But I realized that was a lack in myself of not appreciating myself first. So look at how you can appreciate and recognize yourself first and you will start to notice that people will start to do that for you naturally because you're doing that for yourself look at your relationship energy and start being more honest if you want to cuddle ask for it if you need to talk ask that say that you need to talk and honor that inner child because by asking for what you want you're exercising that little boy little girl in you to get your needs met so I think the next few months, look at where you want recognition, work on the success of your career, like what you're wanting to move forward in, but have no expectations. Do it because you're passionate about it. Do it because you're wanting to express yourself, but don't do it because I'm so frightened I'm not going to achieve. I'm so frightened I'm not going to earn. I'm so frightened I'm not going to climb the corporate ladder. So the next few months, a lot of work is coming in. There might be a little bit of disappointment and rejection that comes in, but that use that as fuel to get you where you want to go so it's a really transformational time with this eclipse energy coming in mother's day father's day world meditation day there are so many reminders of coming back to yourself yeah and also mercury i mean i i don't know i know these i don't like to blame all my issues on mercury being in retrograde i know that this year we do have less of them than last year but like that's coming we're coming into that time now so people 
I mean, people are interested in it anyway, and there's nothing wrong with that, but I, I'm sort of mindful of these things, but I'm not going to be like, oh, my life's messing up because I'm just going to blame this. I, I look at Mercury retrograde <laughs> as an opportunity because I just think, you know, Mercury rules all your communication and things like that. And so, but interestingly, energetically, without Mercury retrograde, it, the next few months is about how you're communicating. So if things are a bit slow or you need to be clearer, just take it as an opportunity that that's what you need to do. Like in my culture, there are different mantras that are recited to get that planet in alignment with you. So I've got those up on my app too to work with Mercury energetically. But yeah, then it's not to freak out about because life, mm. there are delays and and. And if there are, it's just about being patient. And so you, and just sitting with the flow of that rather than going, okay, this is telling me I don't need to be in fight or flight mode. I just need to flow with it and surrender to the delay. But it's all going to be okay. So just get on with like your life and use it that use it to work for you rather than going, oh my God, this is a big problem in life. Yeah, I know. It's one of those things that's just spoken about. It's funny. Like we all kind of tap into it. Whether you're into, you know, star signs or astrology or not, I think everyone knows like, oh my God, Mercury's in retrograde, you know? Exactly. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for your time. So excited to get this out and love chatting with you today. Awesome. Thank you, Belle. Yay. That's all we've got time for. If you haven't listened to part one of this conversation yet, make sure you listen to it next. And if you want more of Love Lessons, it is a long-running feature on the Self Love Club, so there is a big backlog for you to get stuck into. I've added some links in the show notes, including trusting timing and uncertainty, love and relationships, and soul contracts and abandonment. If you scroll back, just look for the episodes titled Love Lessons. And Gaia will be back in a few months for us. If you've got some topics, some ideas you'd like us to cover in Love Lessons, please let us know. Contact us on our socials. And support the Self Love Club. The most helpful way you can support us is to make sure that you're subscribed or hit follow on your podcast app. Also, select automatic downloads, leave us a five-star rating, and if you're enjoying listening, please write us a kind review. This helps other people find us and in the charts. And share the link with your friends who you think will enjoy listening as well. Follow us on Instagram where you can watch videos of this conversation and keep up with all of our content. It's at Self Love Club Podcast. I'm at Belle Crawford, Belle underscore Crawford on TikTok. And join our private Facebook group. Details for all of these are in the show notes. New episodes are released on Mondays from 5 a.m. New Zealand time. I'll catch you soon. Ellie the most. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.